It's the Tiltcast, episode 420, Like a Cop. This week, guys, we talk Telltale's Batman, Enemy Within, Final Fantasy XIV, Shadowbringers, Fallout 76, Wastelanders, Gears of War Tactics, and XCOM Chimera Squad. Stay tuned. He's got a porn stash. Oh, yeah, that was a can. That was is that a can or several cans? Uh, I only have one, so so just two <laughs> cans. It is the tilt cast. It is tilt cast. It is May first at eight oh six p.m. Starting on time. Ooh, who was the one that initiated this shit? Be proud mm-hmm. of yourself, because Nas will remember this. <laughs> hey how many fucking times have you guys bothered the piss out of me till we started at sleeping? nine <laughs> <laughs> that i was i'm trying to sleep and been doing my errands before the show and you're bu- blowing up my fucking phone and here you are the one fucking day that i wake up early because you want to play final fantasy and it's Whatever. your weekend. Today's, hey. the, today's the start of your weekend, isn't it? No, yesterday was the start of my weekend. Oh, okay. okay. Jason, are you here? I'm here. Let's get introductions out of the way. I'm Nas. I'm Jason. I'm Rusty. And before we really get started, you're going to hear about 30 minutes of bullshit. Bullshit. And some games and some news. Uh, news probably real light today. Uh, we've got some uh, game to talk about, though. So and me drinking alcohol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just getting started, and I feel like I need a picture for Twitter, Jason. Um, we're going to get started off with Jason's porn stash. <laughs> He's the uh, the prime tiger of the group right now. <laughs> he, he went... He he went full porn stash. He went full fucking mall cop. He went fucking like Reno nine one one. He's really proud of himself, and I just keep thinking I'm getting getting ready to get pulled over. He just needs to have like he needs to have the fucking helmet for fucking you know for being a uh, for a chips officer. You know, yeah, chips <laughs> or yeah, Reno nine one one. Yeah, uh, what's the what's the main guy in the bicycle shorts, the mustache? Oh God, I can't remember I off the top of my head. But I don't know. I kept thinking that as soon as I saw Jason. I know Jason really <laughs> wants to think Selick, and I just really want to say gay. But <laughs> <laughs> because the people that liked on your picture were a couple of gay friends of ours and a few females. But all the You're guys, all the guys, all, away from being there. all the straight men were giving him shit. To the true. exception of maybe so, one or two. And I, I will just put this out there. As much as I said I was going to do this to get revenge on my wife for cutting her hair, uh, it actually turned out to be an accident. Um, I was trimming down to a goatee because wearing the mask was matting up the beard uh-huh. have him wear the mask at work so i was trimming and as i'm trimming our bathroom door is right next to the sink mm-hmm. if you're at the sink it's right on your right side so yeah. i am trimming down the side of the goatee on the right side 
Titan opens the slams the door open right into my elbow. You just went and, and I end up taking the right corner, <laughs> the entire right fucking corner, from right below my lip, all the way to to the crevice of my manly butt chin. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, right off of the goatee, there was no saving it. Oh, bummer. Called lock the door. <laughs> exactly, dude. Dude, I don't know. I think, I think what was happening was the the trimmer was on, and the only thing that was going through your head was macho, macho man. <laughs> now I just looked at that and I thought maybe he just wants to be a MythBuster. <laughs> It's you just not, need to get a beret, man. That's all know. you need. It's not quite that full. Yeah. Uh, not quite Wallace or not. He's more of a seal. <laughs> yeah, it's not full on walrus here. Yeah, you haven't you haven't gotten the walrus yet, though I'm pretty sure you might be able to pull it off. Kind of like a, a walrus pup. You know, a walrus I could actually probably, if I didn't trim my mustache at all in a couple months, be pretty damn close to that. Do you keep That's, having to wiggle your lip? Like as the, yeah. It, seriously, the <laughs> mustache will grow a, faster. Jason actually has a mouse on his lip. faster than the rest of the beard. So I have to trim. I have to trim it every every week or so. Otherwise, it gets crazy did your children ha. cry when you came out of the bathroom uh <laughs> no we don't first, who's that first man was, first they were uh saying i uh looked younger because i couldn't see the gray in my beard i yeah that's I mean, fair that's fair i mean and then the wife got angry and then started laughing because she can't handle the cleft Ah, the butt shit. That actually has the opposite effect on most women. That's what I keep trying to tell her, but she just sees a big butt. Yep. She's, she's, she looks at Jason and says, huh? What an ass face. (laughs) Ball chinny. Ball chinny. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so it totally was not plan and in fact i kind of hated the fact that happened because i'd finally gotten you know the hair that grows off off your lip off the bottom of your lip Mm. finally got long enough where it wasn't trying to go like every different direction like a a broom off the front of your face Yeah. yeah um and it was laying flat with the rest of the beard up front. So the fact that I had to cut that off kind of made me sad a little bit. You cut your soul patch out. Oh, that's terrible. You guys first Damn. met me, that's all I had was a soul patch. It wasn't until the last few years I went with the full beard. Yeah, I'm just doomed. I can't fucking grow, like, anything. I am, like, patches the face. So <laughs> Patches the uh, face. <laughs> It's 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 pretty fucking bad. Like, you know they make Rogaine Rogaine for the face. As you just soon massage as I your apply cheeks. That, you know, you're like a chia pet. <laughs> I, 
I would. I'd probably pop out with like fucking like these big fucking like <laughs> you have whis- on my face. Or you'd have like whiskers under your eyes, but not under your chin. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like <laughs> you'd have hair in all the wrong places. It would. It, it would. It would. <laughs> I would look like a wolf man from like the nose up. <laughs> it's like a man veil. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've I've just I've just uh, I, I I just go clean shaven the entire fucking you know all the time anyway because every fucking time I try to grow anything out I just get looks like fuck have you been in a basement for the last fucking month or two? Golly, let me look at your fingers. Do you have Cheeto stains on your fingers? <laughs> You call mom bathroom? <laughs> it's I, bad. I'm glad I didn't take your advice and just number two it on the head. Uh, Jessica being in town, I was talking to her about it. She's like, I'm really glad you didn't do that. Just wait till you can get a haircut. Just she, really doesn't, bu- uh, she, really doesn't like, she really doesn't like the buzz look. She's like, I don't even want you to bick it yet. So at this point, we're just going to grow it until it's so intolerable and you have such a bad skullet. That I can't take it anymore, and then we'll go with the bald look. Oh, man. Right now, I know people listening can't see it, but right now, this is too long. That's This is too long. Rusty has, we're not even talking finger length. Rusty has like half your thumbnail worth of hair. It's 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 really not even that. Like maybe it's, a quarter inch. Like you can barely it, grab it. It's like what, it's like what you get after... Uh, using a trimmer with a number two guard. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. I I can barely grab a hold of individual hairs, and it's too fucking long. I, it needs to be. I, I'm I'm gonna go shiny. I think this time. I'm gonna, gonna go all the fucking way full, down and full Jason give myself a nice nice razor or Jason Bape. Um full on hitman. Full-on Hitman. Yep. If I could fucking put the fucking barcode on the back and leave it, oh, yeah, I, I would. I That would be my first tattoo is the fucking barcode on the back. None of us have <laughs> tattoos, do we? Uh, no, I do not have a tat- that tattoo. I don't think Jason does either. Negativo. So. I think it's kind wow. of weird, weird in today's society. Somebody was asking me about that the other day. You get into a lot of interesting side conversations you know when you're working from home and doing video meetings with everything you know and they're like talking to me about their tattoo and asking me like well you played in a band did you ever get a tattoo and i was like no when i was kind of into that whole sub scene you know it was you had to go to a state to get a tattoo here it was illegal yeah and by the time i wanted a tattoo i was already a part of a workforce that didn't really look on that too well so I re-pierced my ears, but I never got a tattoo because it would be more inconvenient than it's worth. So, I mean, at some point I might. I mean, Jessa has tattoos. I don't have I shit. As long as you're not like a customer-facing situation, uh, I, I don't think it's really... And, and as long as you don't go like full-on fucking like tribal tat on your face situation, you'll be fine. I mean, some facial tattoos are okay, but, I mean, it depends on the line of work that you're in. You don't want to get prejudged by somebody in business. And I think the the thing is, no matter how society is, 
the the olds are going to be here for a while still and they still don't like face tattoos and so if you're going to want to make money you want to present yourself in a certain way um but yeah i mean i've definitely thought about getting some calf tattoos oh yeah some upper i mean arm tattoos or something like that that i can easily cover in a meeting that you know i wear shorts constantly and now we're in a a society of being able to wear shorts and sandals every day. Um, I don't honestly know why I haven't other than I'm just holding on to cash. Yeah. I mean, I've thought about it. I've, I've, I've wanted one over my, uh, over my right shoulder and down my right arm for a long fucking time. Um, I just haven't, I just haven't done it. I mean, I've, I have. I'll, I'll probably get something Fallout themed at some point. I've thought about looking at some of the special perks from all the different things and finding some art that I like. Um, so it's been it's been something that's on the brain for a second, but you you would get a Vault Boy, of course, of course you would, of course you would. I mean, I kind of have to. I mean, even people that barely know me they know that I'm a Fallout fan. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it makes perfect sense. Uh, but I like, you always... know, I thought about all the music and stuff that I've been like, you know, my music taste changes all the time. I, I mean, it still sits in a certain range, but you know, I, you know, I, I, I don't have people ask if you have a favorite band and there was this thing floating around on social media about like, what's your favorite music, you know, or name top 10 influential albums. I got started right. with it, and I was like, man, I don't do social media enough to really mess with that. I got three albums deep, and I quit forever. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, it's too hard for me to pick. Like, I don't, some of the stuff that influenced me was, I don't even know why it influenced me. It's just like, they're, it's like gateway music, right? Like, if that makes sense. Yeah, it. it's, it's like, I, I don't know, fucking... Alice Cooper and fucking shit like so, some things like you know I, when I was looking at those those albums I'm like okay I mean I grew up you know when I grew up I mean things were like a little uh, were a lot different uh, and my music tastes were all the fuck over the place so I mean yeah, mine's changed so much I mean I was I think about it most of mine's a lot of '90s kind of mainstream albums because. I listened to a lot of the radio. Internet wasn't, you know, Kazaa wasn't even a thing. Right. And, I mean, you listen to the radio, so whatever was good for radio is what you listen, you know, what, which, you know, shaped shit. It's not like you could go out and buy CDs when you were 10. No. So. Yeah, I made I made mixtapes on my boombox. Right. To, you know, so, to, oh, age, yeah. to age me. So we'll just, we'll say to age <laughs> me. That's That's what I did. You wait Remember for the that? song to come Waiting on. Waiting for the radio station to play the song you wanted. Right. And hitting record. Back when our or station was... Or if you got was... lucky, you were at home during the request time and you could actually get through, request the song you wanted, and record that shit. Oh, boy. Yep. TDK, <laughs> that was the type of tape I used. Whatever the chrome oxide or whatever kind of tape it was. Oops, sorry about that. Um. Oh yeah. All that aside, I think for the most part, you know, I'm not, not going to go. I don't unless you have something incredibly inter- interesting, Rusty. You may interrupt me, but you know, yeah. you're weak at home. All I keep thinking about is just how fucking fat I'm getting. You know, here's here's fun. Something funny. 
I got pants. Well, duh, I got pants. But I bought new shorts that were in my normal size. Yeah. And within the last three weeks, um, I have gained so much weight. They were getting so tight that they were cutting off the blood flow to my feet, and my feet were getting numb. And then I realized, man, I'm eating way too many chips. I I I immediately got me moving again. I was like, well, time to start taking the dogs on regular walks again. Can't be having this. If I'm getting so fucking fat that I can't feel my legs because my pants are getting too tight, I need to go on a fucking walk. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I I feel the same fucking way. Did I mention it's an M-rated show? (laughs) I I had the same fucking feeling. Actually, last night I had that same fucking feeling. It was... uh, there was there was a point where I fucking sat down. I had me a couple slices of pizza, and man, and then I sat back and man, I just said, "Fuck, I feel really fat right now," <laughs> and I have not played Beat Saber in fucking I don't know a month and a half. So, fuck it. Let me go ahead and pull out the VR headset, update Beat Saber, do all the things so that I can play it. And then I, uh, and then I play it. And normally, when I was doing this and I was on keto and I was playing Beat Saber about, uh, I'd play Beat Saber about every day uh, for about an hour. And it's a, it's a that's good a, workout. That's like, a fair it, amount of aerobic. You know, it's Aerobics. a good workout. One hour of solid Beat Saber, you know, at the expert level is, is a, is a fairly decent aerobic workout, right? Uh. I got 15 minutes in, was winded, and then passed out for three hours. <laughs> so, yeah, just as dog watching, and I went, I was in this place, and I went up and down stairs like four or five times, helping her move uh-huh. some stuff around. And I was so winded, I had to sit down for 30 minutes. Yeah. I was just like, like <gasps> <gasps> she's like, what's wrong? I was like, I'm really out of shape. <laughs> 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 I haven't moved in a month. <laughs> it, it's it's uh, it it's pretty crazy. Like I I know I need to make some changes for sure. Uh, and I would really I really want to go back on fucking keto. Like I really do. Like all of this all of this shit that I'm able to get and all the stuff that's available really at you know at the grocery stores like the quick fix shit. Like the frozen stuff, or like the toss it in the oven, carb loaded fucking pizzas, and yeah, it's it, it's all bad, like all bad for keto, and there really isn't a whole lot of uh, uh, of well, there isn't steaks available. Like I can't find a steak anywhere. Um, so going on keto is really really rough right now because. Uh, the stock's just not available, uh, but I really want to get back on it. I, like I, I feel like I've regressed like a year's worth of keto in the last couple months, so it's it's bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm just eating the rest of my bread because I don't want to waste two dollars, I guess, and, and I don't want to waste my chips. That's the real reason. I mean, Pringles, I mean, <laughs> me, it's, it's pizza because, you know, I don't normally get a whole lot of like true honest pizza on keto and that's like my weakness. So I go and I pick up a pizza 
or two and my uh, my weekends that's basically the uh, the main meal for a day in the weekends and that's like two or three days out of my weekends I, I i'm i'm going to have to roll out the freaking door here soon so yeah the the diet's definitely hurt uh and i've definitely gained weight but I don't know. I'll probably play a little bit more Beat Saber. There's been some uh, there's been some updates to it, and yeah, it's it's still a decent workout that I don't have to leave home for. So there's that. And it's not like I've ever gone to a gym, uh, but there's things that we can do. I mean, you may not play Beat Saber, but you could do like you know in-house workouts. You still got the Bowflex, right? So yeah, I just have it disassembled in the garage. Oh well, you could reassemble that shit and put and, it where you know work off some of those chips. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't help though the the way that things are like with working from home. You tend to well not put pants on, still do your job, and most of it's going to be sitting down in front of a computer or screen or of some sort. You don't have a whole lot of running around. Um, at least for you, I still have to fucking run around. You know, it's just, mine is diet. Like, I don't have a whole lot of options for me, you know, to, uh, I guess I could go, like, vegetarian, the vegetables are practically untouched at these stores, so <laughs> I could do that if I wanted to, but I love my meat. <laughs> yeah, the uh, He does love meat in his mouth. Uh, a lot. I mean, it, the juicier, the better. Um, hey. Hey, give me a steak any day. Like... The the saddest things that I've seen online is like the cabbage steaks, like well, cut a cabbage, throw you know, season it, throw it in the oven, and fucking bake it. Like that, just a sad that's patty. Not a, that's not a steak. Yeah, that's just a sad patty. A that's... cabbage media, a cabbage rare is simply cabbage. Right. I what. <laughs> You can't fool me. That's not going to taste like a steak. Don't call it a steak. <laughs> but it's easier to poop afterwards. Uh, well, I mean, there's that. But, hey, you can get fiber elsewhere. Yeah. Fucking cabbage is bad. Uh, I'm not a big fan of cabbage myself. It's waxy and nasty. Um, so, but, yeah. I, I mean, see. I've been playing some some of the same game. So, there's that. Yeah, any progress? <laughs> I or have you just progress. crafting like crazy. I have progress. We're talking about Final Fantasy bit, fourteen Shadowbringers. Yes, Final Fantasy fourteen Shadowbringers. I have progressed quite a bit. Uh, I am now fully leveled in all of my crafting classes, which is a pretty fucking big deal. That is a lot of experience. Can I ask uh, a quick sidebar? Huh. The bottom of our recording, it says 70.2 days. Is that the amount of recording we've done? I don't know. It's possible. 
I don't think we've done 70 days worth of recording. It's possible. Overall, probably. I don't know. Uh, I have to look into it. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see on break. How about that? Um, wait. Holy shit. What? Yeah, we have done. I just did real quick math in my head. That's absolutely possible. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There's plenty of content, guys. Guys, if you're, if you're wondering, you could leave the podcast turned on for two months and get through the catalog. Yes. Yes. For if you're two bored, months. if you're bored, tell your friends. There's two months worth of straight podcast here. You can't get that very many places. Two months. You could no. start current and work your way back, but two months. And then, of you course, six hours that I haven't uploaded yet and not including this episode. Right. And yeah, I mean, you could listen to us while you sleep. That's kind of creepy, but hey, whatever you want to do. Um, we're down. <laughs> we don't have but a choice. Hey. We're, you know. But yeah, I mean, I spent, uh, I've spent, uh, you know, quite a bit of time actually playing, you know, uh, playing Final Fantasy 14. Though, uh, so, I mean, my biggest goals were to get through all of the, uh, the crafting classes, which was originally the, uh, the, uh, the goal when I first started playing fucking two years ago was to get through the crafting classes, but it was, so fucking like mind numbingly difficult back then. It was what burned me out on it originally. Uh, so I'm super happy that I got through them all. Uh, got them all up to maximum level and, you know, I'm, I'm doing, I'm happy with it. I'm very happy with it. Uh, there's plenty of content. Of course, the game just fucking continues. It's never ending almost. So it's an MMO. What do you expect? Uh, so. I find things to do during downtimes. And last night was one such downtime. I had five hours of downtime last night uh, that I needed to fill because I couldn't play my, uh, my, my, my MMO. Um, so what did I do? Uh, I watched the new Sonic movie. Have you guys seen that? No, I haven't gotten a chance to mess with the new Sonic movie yet. So, uh, I mean, with the whole pandemic thing, things are being released directly to uh, to digital. Uh, so I was able to uh, to rent it from uh, Amazon uh, and watch it. And I gotta say, uh, the that movie flipped my expectations on you know on future video game movies. Like it wasn't terrible. Uh, it was totally watchable. Not, it wasn't like it's, you're never going to get a video game movie. That's like Oscar quality or whatever, but it's not going to win any awards, but it's also not super Mario brothers level bad, you know, <laughs> uh, or fucking it, it's not a, it's, it's not like resident evil where it just continually gets worse and worse. Uh, the the Sonic movie was serviceable. It was very, in, I found it enjoyable. It was uh, the the character redesign absolutely required. They did a damn good job of you know of 
fixing the abomination that was Sonic. the original Sonic with the human teeth. It was bad. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. It was so... I mean, those pictures still haunt me, but uh, uh, but when I was watching it, nothing really put me off to the character of Sonic. Like, the, the character design was... Uh, was pretty damn good. And absolutely, you know, that design, redesign was absolutely required. Um, now, it does kind of, it does kind of leave off uh, with a, uh, a tease to a second movie, though there hasn't been any reports of a second movie in production. Then again, Nothing really is in production right now because of the whole fucking state of the world situation. But um, I would not mind seeing a second movie. It was actually pretty damn decent. Yeah, I I would not mind seeing a second movie like the the last few minutes of that uh, of the movie. uh, Yeah. I was pretty happy with uh, with Jim Carrey's uh, transform yeah transformation into the bald Robotnik, the Egghead, and of course the uh, the mid credit scene was uh, was pretty uh, good as well. I I smiled quite a bit. Then again, I grew up with Sonic as it's part of the i mean if you had a sega you played sonic right you had a sega genesis you played sonic yeah. uh so there was not a lot of um not a lot of big callbacks like it was an in your face nostalgia trip right it was there's still some things that just you know was a you know was a callback that if you caught it, you're like, oh, that's a thing. They still uh, made it its own story. Right. It, you know, of course, the the, uh, the town being Green Hills was like, I mean, okay, understood. Uh, and <laughs> the, uh, the themes were there, but they were kind of subdued. So, you know, there's a decent amount of action to it. I don't know. It's, I've, I found it enjoyable enough to probably watch again. You know, so there's that. And then, of course, immediately after watching that, I played 15 minutes to beat Saber and passed out for three hours. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I mean, outside of that, it's just been a bunch of fucking work and, you know, the same old MMO. Uh, So... What you guys been up to? Jason, did you get any more game this week? Um, I actually uh, went back, played a played a little Call of Duty Warzone. Oh, how is Somebody that? Somebody talked me into that. Oh boy. I'm sure that I still was, don't uh, like Battle Royales. I'm sure that was David, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I and the Battle Royale doesn't really, like... I could leave it, uh, but they have a uh, another mode that's like Battle Royale, but it's more about um, 
finding the loot to earn money. And then, of course, killing other players, you can take what money they have on them, etc. But it's a little bit less uh, ganky okay. than the it Battle just Royale. Seems, it just seems like that would be more ganky. But I, I guess there's... You're no, still I finding can assault, shit. I can totally sit up on top of a building and snipe the shit out of people and then go grab their stuff and find the next building. That sounds exactly like a battle royale to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, you're never going to convince me that anything that, uh, that looked at Fortnite and said, yeah, that's something we can do, and fucking built a game around it is going to be worthwhile to me, honestly. I don't care if it's got Call of Duty. I don't care what name is in front of it. It's just going to be basically a Fortnite clone to me. Uh, and I have not. I agree to a point. Uh, I have not and probably will never play Fortnite. So that I can agree with. Um, and really, mostly I got into Warzone because uh, for whatever reason, um the base multiplayer needed an update and that part of Xbox live for whatever reason, wasn't working the last few days. So, uh, I played Warzone more out of, Oh, well, this is the only thing I can play right now. Ah, um, that's, and, and then I started in on, uh, uh, Batman and enemy within, the second season of the Telltale series. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. The Batman Telltale series is, was pretty fucking solid. I I enjoyed it. Uh, I mean, for a Telltale game, of course, it's a uh, it's it's a uh, it's a kind of game that you have to get into. But t- the did a pretty good job of adding action to uh, uh, to the Telltale storyline. You can't have yeah. Batman without punching people. So the uh, that whole season, though, I gotta say that death during episode one, I hated that. Uh, yeah, that sucked. Uh, <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was rough. But yeah, the they do they, they do a good job. They did a good job on uh, on the Batman stuff. I can't really say the same for you know anything else, but Batman ones I was fine. Batman and Wolf Among Us, I was you know, those are my two favorite Telltale you know series. Yep. So really, I've just been going on that. Um, you guys, you have know, been I shared really Twitter, did. By the way. I really did think. Uh, they could get better than that first season, but it seems like they improved some of the mechanics on season two. Yeah. The quick time events and such, and I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, it's, uh, that, that was, that was the, the height of Telltale just before they, uh, before they crumbled. So, I mean, they, they did a pretty good job on it. 
<clears throat> I was saying I have just I just need a good mustache pick for you, Jason, so I can put it on Twitter. <laughs> he said he the said one you had in the secret group is the only one you're gonna get. Yep, you're just you're gonna have to deal with that one, man. If that's what you want on Twitter, so be it. Throw it up on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, it is a pretty decent pick. So, <laughs> I know I've been, um, I've actually been gaming quite a bit, um, off and on. I I don't have a lot of sleep because I've been trying to, you know, see my fiance and work a full time job, and uh, and game at the same time. It's been proving a challenge to do all three. So I just haven't been sleeping, um, like not at all. Uh, uh, like four hours a, a night, maybe. Sleep. Four. That's what I've been getting. Four to five. That's about what I got today. But I've been doing that since Saturday. I need to sleep in so bad. Um. But anyways, yeah, I. I'll do a new a new game, an old game, and then a new game. So, okay. first new game. Um, I've played a lot of XCOM, um, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, Chimera Squad. Chimera Squad. Thank you. Um, that's pretty good, honestly. Um, it's a lot different than other X XCOM games. Um, I was trying to figure out why the feel of it was so much different. And part of it is you have pre-made characters to select from. So it doesn't start you off with all the characters. You kind of earn them through the missions. Right. It still feels kind of roguelite, though. Um, the mission selection's a little bit random. Um, you have Instead of building a base or having like a like earth that you're looking at, you're looking at the city, and you're looking at the different boroughs of the city, and you're doing different investigations in that city. Or your, which, you know, helps reveal items or give you, let's just call them production points, different, you know, point values that push something forward, right? Progression points. And right. then you do missions where you're doing battles. And each mission is a series of rooms because they're all interiors for the most part. You do some exterior parts of the mission, but most of them are some kind of interior and you're like the special forces, police force, FBI of the city kind of thing. And so you'll, you breach each room and you go to different doors or entry points. And based on the skills of your characters and based on what the modifiers are for that door, it could be like um, 35% chance on breach, or it could be plus aim on breach, or it could be 35% um, chance to get hit on breach, right? But it makes you pick all of these different options. Sometimes there'll be options that you're not able to do because you don't have like an infiltrator skill, meaning you can't go in the ducts and drop through the air ducts, right? Um, and then, you you know, one of those will be like you have to have a blast charge in your party. So it has to be a character that's equipped with a blast charge, a detonator, to blow the wall open. So then you breach in a very cinematic fa fashion and then you get opportunities to attack based on your angle of entry into that room. Um, and there's like boss missions and all sorts of stuff. It just, it feels, it's way more scripted than the other XCOM, which makes it feel a little bit differently. Um, 
and everybody has some kind of abilities that you're starting to unlock, right? I've got one guy that will do a berserk ability, so he'll hit a guy with this ability that usually has a fairly high chance to hit, and then that person will attack whatever the closest friend or foe is near him. Um, and so it's a really good way of, like, say I have good, a good chance of hitting that guy, but not the guy next to him. It's a good way of doing that. And then everybody that gets hit with one of these psychic abilities, because he's got like a stun, he's got that, he's got a levitate ability, so people, he can pull people out of cover. He gets um, stat bonuses based on how many people he's been affected. So like, as I'm doing this, I've got these weird floaty tendrils that are psychic looking tendrils that are attached to all these different people in the in the group. And I'm getting passive stat bonuses for everybody I hit with one of these. Um now I've got another character that's got a shield that can ram into people and do damage, and if he knocks them to negative health, then he knocks them unconscious. And what's good about that is I get additional intel, which is one of the currencies I need in the game, um, based on how many people are knocking unconscious in the mission. But knocking people unconscious is usually a little bit harder um, than it is to kill somebody. Um, you can't kill somebody with a grenade. Um, so, you know... Sometimes it's easier to just blow three guys up in a row than it is to knock all three unconscious. Because that requires getting up in personal, requires taking damage, all sorts of things. Um, but overall, um, yeah, on our, our one through five scale, a hair over a four so far. Pretty good, though. Pretty good. Not right. as good as some... I don't like the fact that I can't name them um, after you guys. I don't like the fact that the only customization I really get is the armor color. I don't like the fact that that's just two colors so far. An accent and a main color. Um, a huge... I guess $10. I'm going to go to old game. Yeah, it was, man, it is on sale on Green Man like crazy right now. $10. What do you expect for $10? bucks? <clears throat> um, so other things that we've been up to... Yeah. Um, or the we. The I... We have been up to I played a little bit more wastelanders fallout 76 new update <laughs> i say a little bit i've been playing a lot it's um, your mmo it is um but it i feel like i'm progressing a lot better the story just feels so much different they took a lot of different angles with it so like before you're just the biggest difference i can make in just like under a paragraph besides there's people is they took the story that was there, right? And they built on it, right? Before, it was just you're following the ghosts of everything that happened um, to remove a plague that's on the land, essentially. It's called the Squirch Plague. Um, right. Now, you're inoculating the people that are there and trying to rebuild society. So, And then you're going after currency to rebuild the economy, essentially. But you're not overpowered like you are in the other games. You pick a skill path, you pretty much have to stick to it. I know at a certain point you can respec after you hit level 50. But, like, you know, I've only put so many points in a lockpick. I haven't put any points in hacking. Um, I've only put certain crafting points in there. Um, I've really been focusing on sidearms. So that's the character I'm with, right? I didn't pick a character that uses power armor and big weapons. I picked a guy that's, uh, you know, a desperado. But yeah, that's the that's the big difference. Um, and I've had a lot of fun with it. I've been kind of poking along at it a few missions a night, trying to build up a decent base, slowly but surely. Um, but me and uh, old Apocalypse Wren 
call out a second fan of the show ever. Um, have been dicking around with it a little bit here and there, just helping each other out with some missions or just going on our own scavenging missions. And that's the weird thing about the pacing of the game is just kind of however you want to do it, right? Tonight might be I'm going after missions. Um, tonight it might be I want to earn some money, so I'm going to go after the events or I'm going to go to areas where I know there's a certain type of spawn that, you know. And, and then it weirdly level scales, right? It always wants to scale harder than you, so you never feel... You never feel as overpowered as you did in the other games. So, like, I'm a level 42 character. I'm running into level 62 enemies. And the ghouls in here hit like a fucking truck. And they got different variants of them. So, like, there'll be a level 62 ghoul, a level 40 ghoul, a level 25. And there'll be six of them. And so I have to sneak around picking ghouls off and then just letting it, you know, whittling down a little bit of the health of the big ghoul so that I can take him down and almost lose all my health. Like, assault trans are fucking scary in this game. Um, and they're always... Like, I take all... My character takes all the fucking drugs all the time to get through that kind of encounter. But I really play it safe. It's like, though, there's an assault tron. I'm going to try to clear out all the other enemies before I tackle the assault tron. Because I know it's going to take me, like, 10 stim packs, um, some psycho, some med X, um, some rad X, because he's going to hit me with a radiation attack. Um, and I'm going to hope that he doesn't break my fucking armor because he's going to use his assault drawn blades. He's going to use his fucking eye beam laser. He's going to like haul ass and chase me all over the place. And I'm just going to hope that I have my crit meter up on my vats and I'm going to try to hit him in the combat inhibitor a few times. And then the rest of the time, I'm just going to like try to circle strafe him with a shotgun and try to kill him or try to line of sight him somewhere. But it has cover in this too. Like it's not like gears cover, but if you get on a, on an edge of something like a hallway you can kind of peek out and then your gun kind of pokes around the corner and then when you lean back your character kind of goes back into cover it's like passive cover but i didn't know that for the longest time and now that i'm playing with it it makes a lot of sense but still having fun in old uh good old appalachia um moving on to another tactical game though and this is the last game i think i'm going to talk about this week like, aside from a real small update that i'll talk about in news um, I've been dicking around with Gears Tactics. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're 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 splitting your tactical gameplay up between Chimera Squad and Gears Tactics. Yeah, they weirdly came out within days of each other. Yeah, go figure. I, hey, it's perfect for you. That's the game type you like. So I've literally spent know. ten dollars hey, on game and Gears Tactics. You can play through Game Pass, right? Yes, you can. Hey. Um, I've been playing it hey. on PC, actually, because a tactical game, I tend to like PC controls. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not for fineness of aim, but just usually there's a lot of buttons. But, um, or it just, I don't know, it just feels weird using a controller to move the cursor around. Anyways. Yeah, you just kind of, yeah, you kind of want to be able to, to move things to a specific square. Or it, it's, yeah. I mean, it's possible to play with a controller. It's just. It's faster to do it. <laughs> They're using the same engine that they use for Gears 5 for a tactical game, so by default, it's the best-looking tactical game ever made. Huh. Um, it seems to like running on all the settings in 4K on a, you know, my 1070 Ti, which I oh. didn't think it would. It's extremely well-optimized. Well I It has its own benchmark, which... I used before cranking up the settings. I was like, all right, 1080p max settings should be fine. 
Um, and it was, but it was telling me that my CPU frame rate was at 384 frames a second, and my GPU was sitting at 500 frames a second on that. And, you know, I'm frame locked on my TV at 60 frames. So I was like, okay, I can probably crank it up. You've got so a little bit of headway. I, yeah, I went with 1440 to see how that looked. I'm still sitting way over 100 FPS. I was like, I'm just going to step it up again. Let's go as high as this TV will go, and let's go in 4K. Um, did 4K? Still, you know, the lowest it bogged down was 55 frames a second on the seven, on the 1770. So that's was, not bad. It's not bad at all. Yeah, I'm running it on the NVMe, and maybe that's helping a little bit. But well, now for graphics processing, that's that's all going to be your graphics card. So I was just that, like, that's in. That's amazing that it's this well optimized because, you know, I, I run into trouble sometimes on, on there are billions on 4K when the, there's a big horde. So, oh, yeah. But, you know, not made by a company that makes millions and millions and millions of dollars. Some wizard over there has optimized the shit out of that on PC and it runs fucking butter smooth. So all the lighting effects that you see in cinematics and gears are applied in real time on the character models. Um, which is really cool, but it is a top-down view most of the time. But they do weird, you know, it does kind of like XCOM 1 and 2 did, you know, the you know the reboot and 2, whereas you're doing different things, it kind of goes into a cinematic view as you're doing the thing. So, like, I'm going over the executed enemy, it kind of goes into cinematic view as I go to execute the enemy. And it looks exactly like you're playing Gears 5. Um, it's a crazy sauce. All the lighting, visuals, jibs, all that stuff in full bloody glory is uh, there for you to see. Um, but it's on locusts and hair. Yeah. The way it plays out is a lot different than an XCOM, which is why it, it scratches the same inch in a different way. So you don't, you do have action points, right? So you have, everybody has a certain amount. It depends on your skills and abilities. Yes. You have lots of skills and abilities to unlock. Um, but, your base is usually three action points and that's so many meters of movement based on your characters. I think it's their gear and their character type, their character archetype and a lot of other things, right? So they measure it in, you know, a set measurement of distance, like, you know, meters, but in a game. So you get to when you're past that first action point of movement, it shows that you're past that action point of movement on your, you're not locked in any kind of grid, so you just kind of move. It'll show you if you're about to go into cover, so you can kind of move your cursor up next to an object, and it'll tell you that'll put you in cover. Um, so you can do that. It doesn't. It'll also tell you line of sight on the different enemies, so it'll draw a white line to every enemy that you can see to shoot when you get in different positions. Um, whereas with XCOM, it will show a little eye when you do that. That'll tell you you can see it, but I think the white sight line actually works a little bit better. Um, the other thing I thought was really cool is that, you know, kind of like Phoenix point where it got it right is you could literally, it's, it does the same move in meters instead of, you know, action points and you can move out of cover and shoot if that gives you better vantage point and then move back. Now with Phoenix point, you have a lot more freedom with that. It's way more loosey goosey where you can just kind of move. It knows that you've got 10 feet of movement. However you spend those 10 feet, you could move a foot, shoot move a little bit further, and then move back if you wanted to. Gears, once you commit to a move, uses that full point. 
But you could move out of cover, shoot, move, and then I think one. I think once you shoot it, oh, I don't. I can't remember. Anyways, um, it uses like a cooldown system for your grenades, so you never run out of grenades. You never run out of ammo, so to speak. But you do reload. So a grenade might have. There's different ways that you can reduce the cooldown. Um, and I'm actually going to get to the coolest point here in just a second, but. Essentially what it is is you use the grenade, and usually it's like three or four turns, and then you're able to use another grenade again. You can stick the grenade somewhere so that when somebody gets really close, it blows up, or you can toss it. Um, they like to throw a lot of enemies at you. It's not a real easy game. Um, they want you to play crowd control, and they want you to play it kind of safe. They also want you to do cool shit. So based on the character type, when you do executions or if you do like a melee move, and it kills an enemy, you get the whole squad refreshes action points. Sometimes you'll get health from doing that. So you might have um, your bayonet on your gun, and you might run across the map and stab somebody, and then you get health, and the whole rest of your team gets one extra action point to do something. So you could do that and then shoot. Um, it has Overwatch just like a lot of these other tactical games after XCOM, so you can kind of set people to Overwatch. One thing it does differently, though, is say you have three action points, you want to stay in the same spot in Overwatch. Well, you can spend all three action points on Overwatch. So you can shoot three times as three things move through your field of view. Nice. Um, so it sounds like sounds like you could actually gain a lot of momentum if you, uh, if you set it up right. You can get one character to do an execute, give action points to the rest of the characters that could also do an execute that could do... Does it build like that? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so you can get it's like, possible to basically swing momentum in a battle. Yeah, and it really kind of relies on that. Like, I've got a sniper that gets an instant reload if she gets a, a like a head sh a critical shot, which is usually a headshot. But she can get a free reload, and I think she's got another ability that if I kill on shot, I get another shot kind of thing. So nice. she has no melee moves, so to speak, but it's all sniper moves. So I could chain that, right? I could give her two action points to work with. A sniper isn't going to move that much. You're just going to put them in a spot where they can hit a lot of targets. And so I could shoot, get another free move, run my other guy around and melee something and kill it, give her another free shot. She could get another shot off that, then take my other melee character, run him around to kill somebody else, give her another shot. So she could clear out four enemies in a single turn if I everything worked perfectly. Okay, so I mean, they throw a bunch of enemies at you, but they're, you know, they're able to be comboed in such a way like that to be able to make to uh, control the momentum. You're not going to get overwhelmed if you do it right. Right, but there are a lot of times where you have like every time you down, it takes a chunk of your health pool out, so you can only be revived so many times. And if you're killed outright, you're killed. And if it's one of the two main characters, then it's game over. you got to restart. But everybody but the two main characters, um, which is a guy that kind of looks like Jason but older. Uh, he's a gray-haired man with a handlebar. Um, <laughs> the first thing I thought as I was playing that right after Jason sent pictures of him with a mustache. It's like, oh, it's Jason in 20 years. Um, <laughs> he's just looking at me like, you fucker. Um. But yeah, like the the overall feel of the game. Now, I haven't gotten but maybe like four or five hours in, but I started playing and I got good momentum going. 
and it's too late, so I had to put it down. And then I did it again another night, right? It's only been out a few days. Um, I almost didn't put it down until 1 o'clock in the morning. I was like, fuck, i got to go to bed. Um, so I've been playing my fair share of it, and you can play it in little chunks um, if you need to. But for uh, a surprise game, I didn't think Epic had it in them to make this thing cool. I was really just going to try and then probably go back to XCOM. And I was trying it, and I was like, well, there's way more customization on this than XCOM. Um, I haven't done any of the boss battles. I've heard some of the boss battles can be a chore. Again, basing it on somebody else's review and actually somebody else that I don't value their reviews that well, so I'm going to give that a shot. Uh, I'll let you guys know next week what it's like to fight a Brumac or something like that and see what it feels like. But so far... I'm um, having a hell of a fun, a lot of fun. Like all the armor is super. There's like 20 different metal types you can use for every armor, and then there's all sorts of different finishes and some different patterns that you can put on it. And there's a base color and an accent color on top of all the other customization options. And then all of your guns like get, you know, different stocks and barrels and all sorts of shit. You know, kind of like Call of Duty or something. You know. Right. So you can, like, super customize your gun, and those are the drops that you're getting. It'll be, like, a rare stock that gives you, like, additional crit as you move or something, right, that's meant for a shotgun. So, like, you get a lot of cool customization along with everything, and it's just, like, both this and XCOM are a huge surprise for this week because, again, um, for the whole month of, you know, for the last several weeks, I've only spent $10, and I've got... So much game right now for $10, right? I had Game Pass. I still have Game Pass paid through Jan, uh, July. So I'm just, I don't need to buy anything right now. I don't know how long it's going to take me to get through this stuff. Well, that's pretty good because there's not much in the way of, you know, anything notable and new coming out, you know, so there's, there's that. It's kind of been, it's kind of been light as far as like, the biggest ones that you know that dropped is what you're what you're playing in Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I still haven't fucking touched. Um, yeah, I've, several of my friends have actually already finished that, and I, I feel bad about it. I just I kind of got derailed on something that's scratching a different itch than that is, and I yeah. do like Final Fantasy. I do want to get back to it. I'm just not scratching the right itch, but I will probably get back into it soonish. It's, it's not, you know, it's it's literally the next thing on my list. Uh, you know, if I ever get to a point where I'm just basically, you know, do you pay, doing... Do you pay monthly you know, for Final Fantasy Online? Yeah, I, I bought a, uh, a three-month subscription. I figured so you're I'd gonna use get, at least three months. You're going to get your three months worth. Yeah, um, I figured I'd use at least three months of it. So I was like, okay, well, I, I did that. But if I ever get to a point where I'm just basically just doing the status quo, like your daily missions or whatever for you know for Final Fantasy, then uh, online, then uh, then yeah, I it will definitely be branching out. You know, from there, it's just. I needed something to take my mind off of just the monotony of doing you know doing da- you know work. Doing essential work, um, and uh, Final Fantasy fourteen has just scratched the you know scratched that itch for me, and I don't feel like I need to 
play Final Fantasy VII Remake right the fuck now. Like, I have... That game's not going anywhere. Uh, and it promises only to get better with patches. So, you know, it's it's not something that I must play immediately. Uh, it's something that will be played. Don't get that wrong. It will be played. But, I mean, I've played Final Fantasy VII to death. Uh, and the Final Fantasy VII Remake is basically just, like, dessert. It's candy. It's the stuff that I'm going to, you know, go to and enjoy. And I'm going to try to stretch that enjoyment out quite a bit, considering it's episodic, which is, I think, another reason why I'm not, like, chomping at the bit to do it, you know, to play it. Because I know it's not a complete story. Uh, so, I mean, I even played around with the idea of just not buying it until the entire fucking game was re- you know, ready. Yeah, but like, it's, it's supposed to be like two or three years out. Right. And that's like two, two or three years worth of waiting. And I'm not sure if I could do that. So, you know, I'll play it, but it's, you know, because it's episodic, it's automatically not the top priority because I just feel like I'm going to be disappointed at the end of the story, uh, what's available currently and waiting for another year or two for more of it is, well, not ideal (laughs) for me anyway. It's, that's not a, not a thing that I want to get into then, you know, there's other Final Fantasies that were broken up of, uh, over multiple you know games, but those are also Final Fantasies I never played. So, or I started playing and never finished. So there's there's that, <laughs> but it will get played. It will get played. Um, and I am digging the uh, the uh, the soundtrack for it. Uh, some of the iconic you know tracks. Maybe touched a little too hard. Um, I'm not a, you know, I'm a big fan of the original, uh, of the original soundtrack. Like the, the original battle music is, you know, was my freaking wake up alarm for years, you know? So I know the, you know, the track and by heart and hearing it, kind of updated with uh, a bit more of a rock metal, uh, you know, cover is, uh, it's okay. (laughs) I mean, it needed to be updated, sure, but yeah, I don't know. I have to get into it, but. Well, are we at a place where we want to take a break? I think so. All right, folks, we'll be back. And we're back. Yay. We all get too excited. 
I'm happy. Yeah. Are you happy? I'm happy. I'm I'm thrilled. Fucking thrilled. Let's let's do this. Yeah, Rusty really wants to play video games, and I actually kind of do too. I really, I there there's that that fucking that ore is not going to mine itself in Final Fantasy. So same. I know Rusty is like I'm about to spend real world money on cosmetics, and what were those going to be? Uh, well, well, I was what? looking what a dress for my cat boy. I was going to <laughs> for my Ronso, my uh, okay. my uh, yes, I was gonna, I was gonna buy a dress. Um, there are quite a bit of frivolous things that you can buy on the uh, on the real money store for uh, for Final Fantasy fourteen, and I tend not to look at them, but. A fat cat mount is definitely something that I might buy. There's you know, also for the, a uh, there is also a uh, a motorcycle, a uh, cloud strikes motorcycle. I could definitely buy that. Yep, yep, yep. Can you earn any earn any of that stuff in game? Uh, you still get a bunch of uh, a bunch of the mounts and stuff you can but not the stuff either you, make but you can't but earn the credit to buy on the store right the stuff that's uh that's on the real money store is real money only uh but so what it is your biggest criticism or that's a lot of people's biggest criticism of fallout 76 is the store on top of it right right the the thing with this is that it is either level skips which are a thing for long running mmos you know level skips and story skips are a thing uh, in just about every one of them. Uh, but m- everything else is 100% cosmetic. You do not need any of it to play the game. So I earn about, so you have the Atom store with Fallout, which a lot of people have complained about because yeah. it's kind of a first for a Fallout thing. But here's what you get out of it. Um, cosmetic items, a couple of helper items, and 100% of the currency can be earned in-game. So I usually earn about, uh, I don't know, about 100 atoms every couple hours of play, depending on what I'm doing, sometimes more or less. Yeah. And I've been buying cosmetic upgrades with the stuff I'm earning in-game for my house. And then I bought a robot. Um, I bought a robot that occasionally gets junk, and he says stupid things. He's just a protectron, and he literally just wanders around my house. Yeah, I, I mean, just wish he would say can... exterminate, but he doesn't. But <laughs> all true. He There's basically kind of looks the, like the stuff on the on the real money store uh, is, you know, I have only ever th- I think bought one cosmetic item on the you know on the real money store, and it was just because I was bored and decided that that was a thing that I was going to do. That was two years ago. (laughs) Yeah, I bought a bunch of, like, Mothman-inspired stuff for my house. Yeah. Um, I bought some tile for the floors, and I bought some, like, different wood paneling that looks like brick inside the house, which are all things that you can pretty much... Like I said, you earn it with random stuff. Like, you discover everything in an area... You get atoms for it. Um, I killed 
76 robots. I got Adams for it. Um, I discovered a certain tourist location. I took pictures at a certain place. Earned like 30 Adams for it. So like, you know, it's just kind of as you're playing, you're just earning that stuff on the side. You can actually track it like quests if you want to. But mm. I typically just goof around and then I'm just like, oh, I got Adams for that. Okay. Spend them later. Yeah. I mean, but the atoms are kind of expensive if you actually purchase them. You can, and I wouldn't recommend it. There's not enough. Yeah. They release stuff all the time, and they plaster the store all over the place. It's in the main menu. You can, When you enter, it tells you what's new on the store. But like, I tend to not spend it on anything other than random shit. Yeah, I'm looking at some of the stuff here. Like, this is... This is most of the stuff that's on the on the Mog Station store for Final Fantasy XIV is is so it's <laughs> it, it's overpriced to me. Like I would never in a million years think about spending eighteen dollars for a butler uniform. You know, somebody will and has. Or, you know, or like $21, or what was it, $21 for like a dress. Like, there's there's no reason for me to do that. I don't have a use for it. But people who have been playing this game for fucking years and years and years that just want to um, have a certain look, I guess, uh could do that if they wanted to. And there's no, I don't have a problem uh, with supporting a game that you put a lot of fucking time into. Like if you want to do that, that's up to you just in moderation and know that it's like money that you have to earn, you know? (laughs) So, uh, you know, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't, wouldn't want to spend, you know, $6 on fucking Ruby Carbuncle slippers, for instance. Right. You know, it's not my thing, but somebody might. You know, so it's... I'm not a big fan of microtransactions, but at least you know what you're getting with these. So it's not random. At least they're not doing that. And never have, as long as, as far as I could tell. You know, so, there's that. Well, I was trying to let you segue into a story, but you got lost. I got lost. Where am I lost? Oh, what, what, where? Something about communism. this is so terrible. I don't have, I don't have the story that you're talking about. Go, segue, hard turn. So this since since Rusty works. doesn't understand how to, I volleyed it up and he just completely force it in. So there's a game that came out of early access called Eridus Lord of the Dead, and it just left early access. So I'll be giving you guys something on that soon. Okay. I didn't really like the pacing on the game when I was originally playing it, so I put it down hoping they'd fix some stuff. Yeah. So if I get to it in the next week or so, I'll let you know if they fix some stuff. It's pretty inexpensive, though. We're talking about a $20 game that's kind of like a Darkest Dungeon-like, except you play the bad guys running a dungeon and running the heroes out. Another one of those kind of games. 
Okay. I think I understand your segue now. <laughs> Jesus. I am so fucking like, I haven't had enough caffeine and it's still like, what, an hour and a half into this fucking shit? <sighs> All right. I can't believe you didn't pick up my segue. I'm, Go. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. Okay. So are we talking about uh, the the internet's new favorite robot? Yes. Yes, that is what we're talking about. God, nasty. Uh, it's hey, look. If <laughs> I kept just twisting things in and you're just not picking it up, just, and then we just stopped and I'm like, what the all fuck? All you man? had to do is say it just just you have to slap me with it sometime. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Uh, news story from PC Gamer. Uh, there's uh, there is a robot uh, in Fallout 76 that's uh, one of those um, robots that you can buy, kind of like the one I did that wasn't communist. Oh my god! Fuck. So <laughs> this is how bad I am. I'm just terrible. Anywho, uh, Fallout 76. Uh, there's a, there's a robot. It's probably it probably loves communism. Just yeah, they um, have a, they have these like communist themed things going on right now. So like you can wear a backpack which gives you extra weight that you can carry, right? Which is craftable. And they've got a communist themed one. They've got like a Nuka Cola themed one and a couple others. So they actually got a pretty cool looking one. I, you know, if it gets short on price and I have Adams, maybe I'll pick it up. But the robot. So you get a robot, right? Initially, in that robot you build, he just picks up junk every now and then and deposits it in your stash. And then he just walks around your house. And there's a communist version of him that's kind of going with this theme, and he's doing what? He 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 he, he does pick up some random items that uh, and drops them into uh, you know into the box for you, but mostly what it stuffs your station with is communist propaganda. <laughs> so That's actually it's still like your shit full of fucking communist propaganda junk. <laughs> and it's just That's it, awesome. It just keeps going. It, it, it keeps just fill her, fills her up. <laughs> and it's like, well uh yeah. <laughs> You know, is I I didn't see whether or not this is actually is this a paid one? Is this a or, yeah? This or, is this is uh, an atom I want to say it's one? like five hundred atoms or something like that. I had the option of getting the communist one or the regular one, and there's several yeah. different colors for the regular one, so I off for that. And now I'm kind of glad I used my in-game currency for that than the you know the the communist douche. <laughs> He just fills up the inventory with communist leaflets. <laughs> yeah, it'd probably get annoying after a while. Right now, mine's just depositing screws in mine, which screws are kind of hard to get. Right. It's it, they uh, robots can you know just pick up random uh, some some random stuff that you would normally get, right? Right. Um, like food, water, weapons, things like that. You literally just set them to get scrap or junk, scrap being stuff that's just pure scrap, so like pure screws or plastic or whatever. And the junk would be stuff like fans that's going to give you screws and like metal and a couple of other things. 
You know, it doesn't say whether or not the uh, the uh, communist propaganda or the leaflets are actually useful for anything. No, it's um, just world building stuff. But there's not a lot of communist leaflets, so I think there's probably like five. So I imagine it's filling up your note section up of your stash with the same five items over and over again. <laughs> I just think it's funny. Like, not only is it useless, it's worse than useless. <laughs> uh, uh, it's a weird game. Like, doing your thing. If you can find a character or a creature that has the tag, like, they'll have different tags, right? It'll be like diseased, glowing rad rat, right? Or yeah. it could be observant mole rat or something like that. If it has the observant tag, if you can follow it without it engaging in battle, it'll usually lead you to some kind of loot. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Interesting. And uh, then sometimes it leads you to a, what was it? It's called a, not a werewolf. It was a were-sheep. Me and Ren ran into a, a were-sheep. A were-sheep. Yeah. That's it's just a, nightmarish to think about. Is a, a look like a fawn with a goat head with like ram's horns that was just like obliterating fucking everything. It was like 40 levels higher than us and it was just killing all these creatures all around it. Like it was being swarmed by things. We're like, we thought about getting into it and we're like, nope, nope, that's killing everything. We're just going to stay the fuck away. If that aggro is on us, we're fucking dead. That reminds me of uh, of of a thing. We ran into some really weird shit, and then we'll get back to news. They introduce, you know, all these new quests, right? And one of them has to do with something called Nuka Shine, which is like, you know, Nuka-Cola Moonshine. Uh-huh. And when you drink it, it alters the level to like a dream state, and then it'll randomly teleport you across the map to a different location after 10 minutes. But it, like, alters your vision to be something extremely psychedelic, and then we ended up fighting all these ghouls in a frat house um, that all had, like, frat boy-themed, like, articles of clothing. Um, And then we ended up randomly in the woods somewhere. It felt very... I ended up in a place that felt very deliverance. Like, there was a banjo playing, and then there was a robot in the distance calling out somebody's name looking for something. Uh-huh. And I found myself in a weird high-level area in this little, like, shrine. And I was like, oh, man, I better plug the asshole and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. The banjo playing in the background of the, being in a, in a small little co with candles lit all around me made me feel vaguely uncomfortable. Got a furry mouth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. If that ever happened. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I can understand why you'd want to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> oh, man. I, so, when we're talking about abominations, like fucking were sheep, like something that looks fucking like weird and shit. Uh, Very weird I, uh, shit. Yeah, I, uh, I ran into this image, which is actually a, a, uh, a crossover between Assassin's Creed and Final Fantasy. Like Assassin's a, Creed origin, uh, Origins. I had never seen like this picture, Choco but it camel? is the, the Chocobo Camel. And, oh my god, is it not? It's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> it's, like, it's... 
it's a bird, but a camel, and it's weird, and it's like it it haunted my dreams last night. <laughs> it's just bad. Look up Chocobo Camel, and you'll see uh, if you played Assassin's Creed Origins and played that uh, that quest, yeah, you you'll probably have either gotten it or seen it at least once. Um, I hadn't played uh, Origins at all, but um, seeing that, I can't unsee. I can't unsee. Did you so, guys? Did you guys know that uh, Assassin's Creed is supposedly going Viking? I heard about yes. this. Uh, Valhalla, I think it is. Yeah, there's not a whole lot that's known about it so far, but um, there was some kind of world premiere thing for Valhalla the other day. Uh, I think literally yesterday. So I guess what Assassin's Creed's going to be doing right now is called Valhalla. It features a not assassiny looking dude with two axes on the world premiere trailer. You know, you know what's uh, what's funny about that is that when um, oh excuse me uh, when I was playing. Uh, Division two, actually, there is a, a museum that you can go to in Division two that predicted both the expansion for Warlords of New York and it also predicted Valhalla. How? It, there was a exhibit in the uh, uh, you know in the. Uh, fucking museum that you went through that uh that had a viking themed something in it and normally normally when they do something in that game it has a meaning of some sort it generally blends into the background but if you look at it you this was mainly a New York themed something, but it also had one little thing that had a Viking in it. Uh, and I can't really pinpoint uh, I guess, it. Yeah, Ubisoft doesn't show. make division. I didn't draw the connection there for a minute. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it's in the division two. And I, and I just remember seeing that and there was speculation whether or not it was going to be a Viking themed anything. So I was, was like, oh, well, fuck, man, this is, uh, that, that is really, it's, it's cool to see that those kind of predictions could be made, uh, but, uh, Assassin's Creed Viking, is that, I don't know how they're going to play off the vibe of Assassin's Creed, but I'm cool with going into the animus to play a Viking. I'm cool with that. Everything yeah. that's in the world review trailer is it literally a trailer stuff. It's not gameplay of any sort, it looks like. It all looks really fucking cool. And it says Xbox Series X, so I'm assuming this is a next gen title. Well, I'm sure that anything that you know that's being announced, especially right now, is gonna be a next gen title. Yeah, this pandemic uh, shit couldn't have came at a worse time for E three announcements. Right. Yeah, it's yeah because instead of coming all at once, it's trickling. Yeah, if we get it, if we get any information, it's it's going to be you know at like a digital reveal of some sort or just a news story. 
I don't know. It's it's going to be a weird hype cycle for uh, for sure. Like normally, it's like you said, all at once. But uh, it's yeah. I think that they're Jason gonna, hit it the, exactly where we're talking about. It's usually right before a console release, or you know, major major titles will start being talked about. And this E three would have been the one that you want to see releases for because you want to know what you're going to get or what you're going to get soon after with the console that's coming out, right? Right. Yeah, we have well, no such thing right now. Yeah, so it'll be a very weird hype cycle. I'm interested to see how they advertise, because normally the hype cycle from uh, from these big conferences basically carry the, uh, uh, carry the games for the next gen. Uh, so people have an idea of what they're getting into. I think that's literally uh, what I just said. I know, I know, but how are they going to change the? Uh, how are they going to change? Get uh, change? How that information is uh, is fresh in people's minds? Like, is there going to be a you know? I think we're going to have form of I advertising. Think, I think around E three time, within a month before after or sometime during that time, we're probably going to get some kind of digital event from each of the major publishers, right? Like Bethesda will have something. Sony will have something, right? Nintendo will have some kind of Nintendo Direct. Even though they're saying it's canceled, they're going to have to do something. Um, but for sure, like, you know, you've got Ghost of Tsushima, or however the fuck you say that, and Last of Us 2 are supposed to still launch this summer. Um, and then after that, for next dev cycle for those companies they won't have shit so it'll be you know it'll be dice probably talking about something and having some kind of digital release right um and you know it's a few of these other main publishers and hopefully something from devolver regardless oh yeah i mean devolver needs to you know get their jokes out but then again devolver has been doing the you know, the digital release style. Um, yeah, everybody will remember Devolver and their games that don't typically need a next-gen system. <laughs> <laughs> but they've, they've done, you know, their last two E3s for sure have been pre-recorded anyway, so they're already ahead of the curve. <laughs> One random-ass thing is right now Game Pass, we talk about it all the time, it finally passed 10 million subscribers across console and PC recently. A story that was done a, a day ago, so that would have been on thirtieth. Yeah, so, um, I mean, lots of people doing digital stuff right now, and some people are not being careful. They're spending. Other people, myself included, are being careful. They're spending anyway. I'm gonna get the most bang for my buck out of that shit. Oh yeah, I mean, I I, I still subscribe to it. I've got stuff on you know on here. There is. Uh, uh, and I'm watching what's uh, what's available with it because it is for for the gaming dollar. It is a damn good deal. If like, you get two sixty dollar games out of a year, you've saved money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I've gotten my money out of it for the entire year so far. So everything else is gravy. You know, this is it's a really damn good deal. Uh, if you're not subscribed to Game Pass you really are kind of missing out on some really great deals. Jason, did you have anything? 
not really for me it was the communist robot and you guys already talked about that so <laughs> that i failed at horribly. That's, that's okay rusty did you have any follow-up to that uh there was uh there was a thing i guess we talk about uh bethesda um uh, and what's going on with the uh the entire world bethesda is uh donating to fight the coronavirus you know pandemic you know it's a million that's, that's not a small amount no still, they're it, a big company but they're not the biggest company right it's this is not it's square still, enix <laughs> i mean they're they're donating a million to you know you know towards it and it's it's still i mean that's a, that's quite a bit to actually you know towards getting it done it's not like they're not funding the entire thing, but fuck, do you have a million to sit there just sitting around? Um, Honestly, and I hate to be that guy, and I'm usually the kind of Bethesda fanboy. Right now, uh, you need a substantial tax write-off to fight some of your losses. And true. that would be one of the ways to do it and still do something good at the same time. So mixed feelings, but good on them for doing it. Yeah. It's, More companies it, should. I mean, I mean if you're going to spend money... Instead of giving it to the government, why not give it back to something that's worth a damn? True, true. Um, hey, it it's a it's a thing that they're doing, and sure, it may be a tax write off, and I'm sure it is. But you know, every little bit helps if we can get through it, and it's a good PR move, and Bethesda needs it right now. So honestly, they're not doing so bad. Like I keep saying, with seventy six, definitely not the game it was before. If you look at right. Steam reviews right now, sitting at a mostly positive at this point, firmly at yeah, a mostly they, positive. They they have more than just seventy six to make up for, though. I mean, Bethesda's kind of been yeah, riddled rage, with bad things. Rage is, in my opinion, the biggest piss off they've done in a long time. Rage two. Right. Well, even there's, there's quite a bit. Even if Zenimax you know, is behind it, not directly Bethesda, they they fucked that so bad. Yeah. So, I mean, anything that they, they can do that's a tax write-off improves PR and, you know, you know, helps fight this fucking virus, then, you know, I'm all right, I guess. I'm sure they're all right with it, too. Uh, I did see a, uh, I did see a thing, oh my gosh, like, talking about video games, like, most of what people are doing right now is working, staying home, staying the fuck, you know, if if they're smart, they're staying fuck home and they have to be, you know, they have to be entertained. You're going to be fucking in the house. So a lot of people, uh, you know, have picked up a console or, you know, played video games, you know, over the past month, month and a half, two months or so more often than not. Right. So this kind of, uh, this, this, uh, this thing, popped into my inbox here apparently there is a anti-gaming spray being sold uh to prevent people who are spending too much time playing video games uh it's sold with the intent of keeping people away from their gaming consoles the the spray is 5.99 i guess it's uh uh, sold in Canada, uh, and the product is made with durian fruit essence, 
patchouli essential oil, calinamic, garlic essential oil, and vinegar. Apparently, it's meant to still repel your girlfriend, too. <laughs> you can, it'll repel anything in the house. <laughs> Durian smells like bad. <laughs> Durian is like the stinkiest of all the fruits. It is is bad, and you and you match that with patchouli and garlic, and it's, you just have like just <laughs> you have the stinkiest fucking <laughs> oh my gosh! It's like a hipster came over and played your fucking console. <laughs> hey, one last thing that I was going to say that I just thought was interesting. I actually just posted it to our official group. Um, there's a game that me and Trent were looking forward to that got stuck in development hell from Techland called Hell Raid um, that never came out. In fact, it's been sitting in my wish list for about five years. It's maybe longer. It was sitting in my wish list when I still lived in the apartment. Oh, wow. And apparently Dying Light has roped this in to be a standalone DLC this summer for you to use the Dying Light hack-and-slash engine to go in, and it's a first-person hack-and-slash physics-based game. It's supposed to be kind of like a more combat-focused Elder Scrolls in a darker environment, darker darker fantasy kind of environment. So it looks like you go into a tower, and in the tower there's an arcade, and then the arcade is Hell Raid, and that's what they did with it. They just very loosely tied it into Dying Light and have turned it into some kind of standalone DLC or... Maybe not standalone, but just complete standalone experience from Dying Light. Interesting. Okay. I might give it a shot. I keep keep jumping on and off Dying Light, wanting to play it, and not quite getting into subscribing to another 60 hours or something. Even though I totally have the time. So, I mean, so they're just going to use like the engine from Dying Light is, or I mean, is it? I'm know? assuming all of that. It's a. It was a super short blurb I found on Twinfinite. So interesting. But yeah, okay. it, literally the trailer is you going into a dark basement and seeing an arcade that says Hell Raid, and that's it. But huh. I remember the trails from uh, the trailers from Hell Raid of you being some. Badass warrior meleeing your way through tons of corpses and skeletons and shit, which I could totally go for right now. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I can understand that. Yeah. I haven't had a good hack and slash in a while. So that I see the I see the site now. It says summer twenty twenty. So yeah, uh, right ahead, couple- a, a few months ahead of Dying Light Two, which man, that game has gotten so much DLC. Um. I've really thought about going back into it because I had the, you know, whatever edition unlocked everything. Ah, okay. Yeah. I don't think I've got the, the the full thing, but then again, I played the base game of Dying Light and that was enough Dying Light for me. <laughs> it was, it's a, it's a it was already a stretch with all the zombies. So, Well, do any of us have anything else? Uh, nope. Yeah. Um... Pretty much, that's it. That's that's all the gaming news that I've got time for. It's time for me to go mine some more. All right. Well, with that, Jason, where can you find us? 
find us at tiltcast.com find us on facebook and twitter.com slash tiltcast our youtube channels youtube.com slash real tiltcast search for us on itunes and spotify find some friends of the show you got pupcasts you've got um for the love of gaming you got cabbage kbg uh you've got noquarters.net bmfcast.com and tvgp.tv they've played flying flying light dying light with that say to the show all right peace